Welcome in the Game Aesthetic, episode 154, uh, right after the Game Awards. Uh, a lot to talk about with that thing, man. We did, of course, a live stream for it. It was great. I had a great time with the show. Uh, now we've got to sit on it for a couple days and kind of react to it a little bit more and just kind of talk about multiple announcements or award winners throughout the show. Uh, it's going to be a great time. We also have the boys going to be ch- probably chatting about the finals because that dropped during the show towards the end and they immediately downloaded it been playing it so we'll be chatting about that and really whatever else we want to talk about uh i got both the boys here with me starting off with zach zach how you doing how you feeling i'm doing good also like to note that christopher judge is on a street now of having controversy with game awards so i'm waiting for next year yeah i know what is he gonna do next year i'm mad we're gonna talk about that too what a moment from christopher judge what a legend what about you john i don't know he's just here i'm here He's just here. He's here to have a good time, or or a time. That's probably I'm, the better way to put it. I'm 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 here, and you know we're gonna do a show. A show. A a show is enough. That's all we need here at this channel. That you should definitely subscribe to, like the video, comment, be a friend, tell a friend, and we'd appreciate that. We'd also appreciate if you check out some Rogue Energy with the referral link down below. Use more code Sparky Three to get ten percent off. Uh, we do got Zach here with a couple. Uh, we, we got some mystery flavor, which we're. Pretty confident it's just a Ruby Splash who's got a Ruby Splash with it. Yeah, I got Ruby Splash and Snowstorm. I could be wrong. It may not be a random flavor, but they taste the exact same to me. Gonna have to taste this to find out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, also, go over to Agent Inc. Pick up a jersey. We appreciate that as well as appreciate you joining the Discord and come chat with us. Uh, swap over to this screen. But uh, yeah, Game Awards, boys. Uh, man, what a show that was, right? I mean, that was one of the best showcases that I've personally seen in a while. I mean, just top to bottom. Uh, I thought it. I thought uh, number one, first and foremost, I thought it was paced extremely well. Uh, it did not feel like a just absolute drag like it did last year for Zach and I, where we were exhausted. Um, you know, so I think it was paced really well. I know one common complaint, and I, w- I wanted you guys' thoughts on it too, because I feel like it's the complaint every year. Uh, and this year got a little bit more, I guess, attention to it because of like videos and pictures that came out from people that were there is uh, just the lack of, uh, I guess, respect and the lack of time given to the award winners, you know, where they yeah. just didn't get time to like talk about it or whatever. And, you know, I don't know if you guys saw this, but uh, there were like videos and pictures that came out from the show of where, you know, people were showing, like, the the prompter that was at the back of the stadium that was looking at the stage, where yeah. basically after, like, 30 seconds, there was a countdown, and after 30 seconds, it literally said, please wrap it up. Yeah, which, bad taste, especially for, like, in the case of Game of the Year with uh, Larian and Baldur's Gate 3, like, the head man of Larian looking studly as ever in that suit of armor, talking about, like, you know, colleagues that had passed away during COVID, during, produ- you know, working on this game meanwhile please wrap it up <laughs> so kind of bad taste on that uh you know the uh the lack of uh time for you know the award winners i feel like is always a topic every single year and yeah it, but that's also it never improves uh in terms of time what, what did you guys think about that i think they went too far to the extreme this year with the please wrap it up well like with the please wrap it up i mean because they would it almost felt like everyone who got up there, like they try to take a moment to take it in. And by the time they get their first line out, the music starts playing. I uh, know. Is what it felt like. Yeah. So, I mean, it's like. I did see that uh, Jeff put out a tweet about that. He's just like, and just for the record, I also thought the music was coming on too quick. And I told the team to let up on it a little bit during the show. <laughs> yeah. Cause I mean, this, especially for like, like you said, game of the year yeah. or something. It's like by the time it gets to game of the year, 
they've been sitting there and they've just seen everyone getting rushed off the stage. So maybe they maybe they would have liked to have taken a, a, a couple extra minutes yeah. to like go through, thank everyone, kind of get everything out that they want to say. But by that point in the show, you're conditioned to get it over with in 20 seconds and get off the stage, which is a, a bit rough, yeah. especially like early on. It's like some of the, it's like some of these people, it's their first time ever being there. Mm. They're, it's like, I mean, they might not show up on the stage again. I mean, it, I'm not saying they shouldn't or anything. Just saying some of these people, they might not be uh, nominated again. Mm-hmm. Let them have a couple minutes. Yeah. It's like, granted, yeah, we don't want people up there for eight minutes giving a long speech. But <laughs> it, 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 it's like, just, just give them a little bit of extra time. Yeah. And, you know, the one thing also that, you know, I feel like we as fans always need to be reminded of is like a lot of these studios and devs, I mean, they're probably given a, like, and this goes across any industry. I want to stress this, like any award show out there, it does not matter what it is. There's all like a, there's a preset of like, you know, they understand they only have like 30 seconds to a minute. Yeah, you know? so much time. Because there is like, you know, big award shows and this one's unique because it's a lot of reward, you know, and a, you know, a lot of uh, awards as well as a lot of announcements. So it's like, they understand the pacing. Like we as fans get irritated that we see someone rushed off so quickly and stuff. But like, you know, they, I, I'm willing to bet they're all understanding, but there are some cases like game of the year should just be kind of like uncapped to an extent, like at least give them like a few minutes, like five minutes, maybe because like there's like like what we saw on stage. There were five different people on stage. And I understand the main guys need to be the one up there talking, but like let everyone have a chance. You know what I mean? Well, it's like the other thing we were talking about, like speaking of pacing. Yeah, it's like they're kicking people off the stage after. 20 seconds, 30 seconds, whatever the time yep. may be of them being up there when like they, like I, like I said, they barely get two lines in before the music starts playing and telling them to get out of there. Yeah. Meanwhile, we've got time for a five minute Muppet segment. Yep. We got, it's like, uh, like, uh, what was it? Kojima up there yeah. for yeah. an extended segment. Granted, yes, it's Kojima. Jeff's bestie. It d- d- deserves some, a little bit of extra time on there, but it's an ex- a very extended segment that Jeff would probably wi- probably be willing to just let continue go on if it drug on, yeah. which it kind of felt like it did. Yeah, especially for a game that God is probably like what at least three years away. Yeah, like I mean, come on. Then just to show off Jordan Key is part of it. Yeah, yeah. it's like it's like we it, it's irritating that the award. Like the people coming up to accept the awards get kicked off so fast when we get drug out segments yeah. like that. And let's not forget also, um, which let me stress, love them, love them to death as an actor, love them to death being in the game industry. But like, uh, how do you pronounce his first name? Simu Lee, you know Shang uh, Chi's actor. Yeah. He spent more time talking about his torn Achilles, which he's a piece of that. I've been there, tore my Achilles. He spent more time talking about that from pick a basketball game than like oh, some yeah, some does. of these some of these people got to like accept awards. You know well, what I mean? It's like when Anthony Mackie came out on yeah. stage. He's, oh my god! He's, I know. For, for three minutes, he was he's doing just, crowd work. Yeah, for three minutes, yeah. he's doing crowd work, which is longer than Larian was on stage. I know. It, it, it's shit like that that irritates me about the about these shows from Jeff. Yeah, it, it's like yeah, you're getting big name people to show up, but they're not the star of the show. The star of the yeah. show is the people winning the awards. Yeah, yeah see, the developers. Yeah, see, I was about to be. I, I said in the stream, I was about to be real pissed 
about Matthew McConaughey randomly being there just to go be at like some, you know, sing and dance some stupid show. At least, well, he's going to be in a game, so he gets the pass then. But I honest to God thought when he came up there, oh, great, just another dude that has nothing to do with the gaming industry coming up to do some but song no, and it, dance. It was revealed that okay, he's going to yeah. be part of Exodus. Yeah. And you were just like, okay, he gets a pass yeah, this no, time. Yeah, he gets a pass. He gets a pass. Because yeah. let's be fair. That's was he even Jeff- in that trailer, though? Yeah, he was. Okay, I, 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 he's, I, I think he's just the voice actor. I don't think it was a motion well, capture thing. No, it was no, not a motion who, capture. Yeah. Who, who is he voicing? That's yeah, the I main not, character. I could not tell his voice dude. during yeah, that trailer. I, I it was the main dude. I couldn't tell who he was. It was the main dude. But but yeah, the, the, the thing is, it's like it's weird to go from like last year where, granted, I didn't watch much of the show because I was sick, Yeah, where <laughs> it's like they kind of just let people run wild when they came up for awards yeah. almost. Mm-hmm. And then this year they go too far to the extreme yeah. of kicking people off stage. When all year he, he talks about how it's a cel- game award, celebration of gaming and all yeah. this. And it's like, well, we didn't really spend much time celebrating the winners. No, we no. didn't. We, like, spent, we spent more time on on just like the big name people who we got to show up and announce stuff than we did for all of the combined winners. Yeah. Like I, I saw like one article come up that Jeff just needs to go ahead and just accept and, and rename the show as like Winter E3 because it's basically more what it is than a Game Awards, which, let's be real, fair. <laughs> like I mean, a lot what, of people show up just for the trailers. Yeah, I mean, that's what a lot of people... At do. least online it viewers. Almost, it's almost like one of those things, boys, where it feels like I think the Game Awards could benefit from having like almost two shows like a, da- a back-to-back day event where one is strictly focused on celebrating games and, aw- well, and award winners and the other one being this huge showcase of trailers and stuff like that like very different things but i almost kind of relate it to a small extent to college football awards so like friday like yesterday friday you know the the eighth we had all the award winners for, for everything except the big award he- the heisman gets revealed tonight it's split up Okay. And, you know, where the Heisman has its own forefront, its own like chance to shine because that's the biggest award in college football, and all the others are on the. Day. So it almost feels like you know we, the Game Awards could benefit by having like a back to back day show where day one or is this and day two is the opposite, where it's like one is all about the announcements and just the hype and just kind of continuing to celebrate the year that was, but also celebrating what's to come while the other one is strictly focusing on celebrating the year that was, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like it could benefit from that. Well, the weird thing is it's almost, it almost feels like that already because the show is split into a pre-show and the main yeah, that, show. Yeah. That little pre-show. But yeah. all they use the pre-show for is a few announcements yeah. and giving off and then like giving out. I mean, at the end of the day, some of the smaller awards, Mm-hmm. Or announcing the ones that like aren't gonna be nobody's coming up on stage for, and it's like the more niche awards get announced to the yeah, pre-show, like the esports ones and stuff like that. Where it's like, it's it's almost like just cut all the award stuff out of that, run all of your big or like all of your game stuff beforehand, and then the main show just be awards. Yeah. It's the same amount of time. You could, it's like, you could still run it in the same night just have all of your game announcements and then maybe save, like, maybe at the very end, whatever your biggest one for the year is or the biggest one for the season is, close out game awards and go, as a special treat for for everyone who's here, we have 
we have one thing left to show you. And then, bang, it's there. You have one thing to end it on. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so like basically the award show being all awards, the devs have a chance to really yeah, talk it's like about everybody's it. And then the, there. the show ends with a banger reveal. Yeah, it's, it's like whatever it. you feel like your big one is, it's like when everybody's off stage, everybody's yep. had their time, You're kind of Jeff comes out and he goes, and I got one more surprise for you. Yeah. It's like that would be... It's like, I feel like that would flow better for everyone almost. Yeah. Because then you get like, you get a good 30, 40 minutes of just game, games being announced. Mm-hmm. It's like, granted, I I understand why he likes doing it. I do too. In the, in the, I totally get it. Because he likes having the people come in and explain like where the game came from, how long they've been working on it. Yeah. That, which is, I mean, in this showcase... Loved almost every time he had people come in and talk about their stuff. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it's... I, I don't know. It's just... They do need to be separated to an extent. You don't right. have to completely separate them out, but... I mean, I would almost say cuts... It's like cut some of the reveals for the winners mm-hmm. to have a, have some extra time. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, you know, I, I agree to that, man, because, you know, it, it is a shame every single year to just see the award winners just completely get shafted, especially a year like this, right, where we have such a huge slate of just banging games, right, that came out this year. This is arguably the the best year in gaming history in terms of the games that came out. And it's also just a shame that we didn't get a chance to really let the award winners, like, have that moment to bask in the sun, whatever, because... While it was a great year for us as gamers with all the games that came out, something else I've seen a lot of people kind of talk about and really disappointed in is the fact that Jeff didn't even bother to acknowledge in any shape or form, like, oh, my God, the amount of jobs that were lost this year. Like, this year has been the most intense yeah. year for job, for video game layoffs, and it wasn't even it wasn't acknowledged. So it's just like, you know, because I, I, I feel like some of these, you know, you know these head guys that would have, like, accepted an award – may want to also like have a chance to thank like maybe some employees that unfortunately got laid off just because some shit that's out of their control, you know? So like I saw a lot of people really disappointed uh, with, with Jeff in terms of like, you know, not even acknowledging it, you know, that, uh, you know, you know, uh, you know, shouting out the, the, the devs that, you know, was unfortunately laid off, but, you know, delivered us incredible games. Cause this, again, it's supposed to be a celebration of games. So it's like, why aren't we celebrating all the games, you know, in, in a, in a higher manner? Cause it's like, I love the announcements. This is probably one of my favorite showcases in a long time in terms of announcements. But, you know, I feel like the split, like this year, was it almost felt like a, like a 70-30 in favor of announcements. You know what I mean? It was, yeah, it was way more focused on oh, most reveals was. than oh, anything yeah. else. Like, I made when I made this list of all of our reveals to put in our screen, dude, it's huge. Oh, yeah, no, it's gigantic because I was scrolling through it earlier and I was just like, God damn, there was a lot of reviews. Yeah, like, there was so many. Like, I don't know. I, God, I it keeps going. I know. <laughs> no, like, I would really love to see it maybe get broken up somehow. Like, whether if it's the same night where John was saying it's like first 30, 40 minutes be all reveals, then get to the show, or maybe a two-night thing. I don't care. I think that would be great for the Game Awards. Well, think about it like this, because if they got rid of, or if they did separate it out, because one thing that is great during, like, or one thing that I love during the the game award show is when they like for the different categories, the few times they do it when they celebrate a game by having a, like a performance of like the main soundtrack of the yeah. game or, or something like that. If it was just one big award show, 
you could almost have that ready to go multiple times during it to celebrate more than just one game doing it or have one orchestral section of it for game of the year. Yeah. It's like it would make it more of a show. Yeah. Which is what it's supposed to be. Yeah. Uh, I will also say, while this whole thing is like maybe like maybe like super interesting to us, whatever, you also have to think there's probably gonna be a lot of people that wouldn't watch the award part, unfortunately. Oh yeah. Oh, most yeah. definitely not. They, they would it dip would, out after yeah. the announcements, unfortunately. That would that would be the really shitty part. But yeah. it's just the it's, fact. It's like if it was a two day event, you would have a shitload of people watching one day and maybe a fifth of the people watching yeah. the next day. Yeah, that, that'd that be the unfortunate part. So it's like, I understand why the show is set up the way that it is because it's going to get break extreme viewer numbers for TGA every single time. Like, I get it, but it's just like, I just wish there was a way that could figure out to give the award winners more time. You know, I don't know. But uh, in terms of the awards, before we get to all the announcements, because there was so many to talk about, in terms of the awards, did anything shock you guys? Anything that stood out that really made you super hyped as far as the awards went i'm not necessarily surprised by just about anything yeah because i mean as it went it was kind of like i mean we went into it all saying i mean Baldur's gate 3 is going to sweep wherever it is yep. and the categories that it was nominated for that it didn't win are the are the couple where i was like it's probably not going to win here because these other games need a yeah. nod. So, but overall, it, the awards themselves went about as expected for me. Right. I was about to say, same for me. I mean, just about all these awards, I was like, yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. Uh, for me, I, the one that I was, I, that looking back on it still, like I'm just like, I feel like really giddy and just happy about is, man, shout out to Cyberpunk winning best ongoing game. Dude, the journey this game has been on. I was so like I was so happy to see that one. It deserves it, man. Because this game got nothing but shit on when it came out, and it's and fair. The game was broken, I. It, but it's such a damn good game, man. I'm just glad that they're finally getting to have the roses they deserve. You know what I mean? So that that one that one was really cool to see. Yeah. I don't know yeah. what you on about, man. Pikmin's never won an award till now. I, I mean, that can be your hype one. That's fine, oh, but man, I will say the only the only one that. I was somewhat surprised by it with game direction. Mm. Because... Yeah, going to Alan Wake. Yeah. yeah, it's going to Alan Wake. It's one of those where it's like, as soon as it came up and I saw it, I went, I mean, I understand. I, I understand why yeah. it would win this, but I I didn't think it was going to win. Right. It's like, that's one where I, I, was, I was almost sure Baldur's Gate was just going to swoop in yeah. and take another one. One thing I was disappointed in, but I totally get it. The, like, it was just against the odds. <laughs> I'm really bummed Spider-Man didn't win a damn thing, but Oof. like, there was really barely any there, categories there was, it could compete. There in. was one category it had a chance in, in my opinion, and that was the uh, what was it, the action adventure? Yeah, category. I, I thought it had a legitimate chance for action adventure and performance. I thought those were the two. Where it could potentially oh win. performance caught me off guard. That's the one that I oh, was with, with Neil like, Newborn. Yeah. Why? I, you know, I I was legitimately like Ben. I really thought it was going to be Ben. <laughs> it's like I was convinced. I but uh, you know, hats off. Yeah. Hysterian simps, the silent but large. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, hats off to him. As soon as it popped up, I I think my reaction was something along the lines of. Holy shit, they did it. Yeah, no, that was just... <laughs> yeah, you, re- you went, holy shit, he actually won. 
But no, I mean, he's great, but it, it it was a surprise to me. Yeah. It was a surprise to him, too. It was. <laughs> no, bummed about Spider-Man, though. I saw it, man. I've seen a couple of TikToks that are real funny where it's just like, you know, dudes, you know, reacting uh, to the game awards. And it's like there was one that I saw that had a lot of, you know, you know, people stitching it and basically calling him a complete idiot where it's just like, you know, it was game of the year. Baldur's Gate 3 got announced and he was just like, no. What the? Please tell me how Spider-Man is not game of the year. You know who has even played Baldur's Gate? I've never heard of anyone playing. But what is this game? And I'm just like, man, you are you are just sheltered. <laughs> I was about to say you are he, sheltered. He's my friend. taking a hard stance. Oh man, he is not paying attention to gaming at all. That sounds like <laughs> it, that. That almost sounds like someone who's just like I play. It's like I play games on my PlayStation. Yeah, exactly. That's not even an excuse. Baldur Gate's on PlayStation. It is on PlayStation. Yeah. No, there was also another one. I don't think it was involving Game of the Year, but it was involving something uh, just in gaming in general after all the Game Awards, where it's just like uh, gaming has gotten like lazy uh, with its with just general like the games that are coming out. Like gaming is is almost dead is the way th- that he put it. But the funniest fucking thing, this dude's a fucking FIFA content creator. Like, how can you talk about gaming is dead and there's no, like, creativity I mean, when you have, like, three j- soccer jerseys behind you and all you do for content is play FIFA Ultimate Team and spend $10,000 opening packs? Like, oh, my God. <laughs> oh, man. Sports content creators are wild. I mean, nothing against it, but, I mean, yeah, it's sort of the kettle calling black. Yeah, it, dude, it's, yeah, I don't know, it's... It's stupid. Yes, I did butcher that on purpose, John. I wasn't going to say anything. I was going to let it go, too. Uh, I purposely butchered it, so. Yeah, no, I mean, it's it's one of those where it's like, I mean, yeah, if if what you primarily play is sports games, then yes, you could could say there is no innovation in games. (laughs) Yeah, you're getting the same thing every year, but a roster update. Maybe, Maybe a new team jerseys or something like that. So it's like, calm down, man. Uh, but no, big shout out to all the award winners, though. I mean, Baldur's Gate did a lot of sweeping. Alan Wake actually had a pretty good amount of awards. Yeah, Alan shout Wake that. got quite a bit. Yeah, yeah, big shout out to that. Um, you know, like I said, shout out to Cyberpunk. Uh, Star Rail winning Best Mobile, big shout out to that. Sea of Stars for Indie. Um, that was, that was pretty say, We got the best multiplayer game of the year, Baldur's that, Gate yeah. 3. That one's so funny to me. I mean, yep. I was like, it's an option. It is, but... But it's not how... Yeah. A lot of people played it. It's an option, but the th- oh, I think I think you're you might be wrong there, Zach. You might be starting to see how many people did play it co-op. Really? Yeah. Okay. Uh, like Zach already mentioned, Pikmin won an award. Shout out to that for best sim strategy. So yeah. Pikmin Four coming home with a dub. Woo. Nintendo actually winning their category of family game. I, I, they had to break the dry streak eventually. It was Mario Wonder. If there was anything that was going to break it, it was yeah. going to be that one. I mean, the one that you skipped over that. We were all contested about who was going to win it. Final Fantasy 16 winning score and music. Oh yeah, yeah. That that I that one was one where I was like, man, they I fucking hope they yeah, win this you, category. You, when we were doing our uh, predict or like our voting, whatever that you were pretty hard on that, just because like the way you described it, it's just like everything about that the music in that game, it I mean, really really sells you on the moment. There was a lot of games in that category with all good soundtracks, but Final Fantasy soundtracks are always very solid and just. Yeah, keeping in line with the moments. Yeah, um, but yeah, just a massive shout out to all the award winners. Armor Core, yeah, Armor Core, man, shout out to that oh, one. Yeah, yeah, that was that was that for was for best fun. action, dude. Hey, talk about the comeback for Armor Core, man. Shout out to that because it's been like what ten years since yeah. the last game. 
come back with uh, all you need, you know, come back and with the new game and come out winning an award. So massive shout out to that one, boys. Uh, all right, now let's actually get to the awards because I'm uh, not the awards, the announcements. Because oh, like, like I've already said, man, this show was packed with announcements. Like just top to bottom. I mean, like, was this the best game awards ever in terms of announcements? I say yes. Easily. Uh, the you know the awards thing. That's a that's a conversation. Oh, of- before we get to the announcements, did you see the thing I retweeted the other day with Power World? Oh yeah, where they uh, where they're just like they forgot to call our name and they drew it in whatever. They drew themselves into the game. most anticipated game. Yeah, they, like, they, they, uh, they put out the original post where they drew it in. It's just like, oh, we can't wait to see who wins the most anticipated game. And then they quote tweeted that, and they were just like, they forgot to say our names. <laughs> Power World is a different hey, spectrum. Hey, hey, shout out to Power World. New trailer coming out December eighteenth. So looking forward to that. Uh, Our world's going to be a crazy trip, man. Yeah. I can't wait for it, dude. It's going to be fun. Uh, but no, the announcements, boys. Lots of announcements. Um, so I'll, I'll, should I just touch on all of them? What do you think? How should I handle this? There's so many. There's a, a lot of interesting ones. I might just, I get this kind of glaze. Hit up over. the interesting ones from us. Uh, well, I was interested in Brothers: A Tale of Two Sons. Uh, Joseph Ferris, you know, of uh, you know, It Takes Two and No Way Out. That was his first game, right? No Way Out, I think. Yeah, uh, he's he's the one leading this remake, so that's gonna be pretty sweet. It's actually a way out. A way out. That's what it was. Um, you know, he him leading this is gonna be pretty sweet. Uh, let's see. I, I thought Harmonium, the musical. While I'm not going to play it, uh, hey, phenomenal idea for a game. Huge, I mean, it looked very hey, well put together. Huge props to that one, man. That's that's an accessibility dream. Uh, you know, starring you know uh, a deaf girl and what basically looks like a Disney oh, movie. Yeah, that game, that game was beautiful. Yeah, yes. game looks beautiful. Hey, huge props to that one. You know that that one's a that one's a big one in the accessibility. Windblown. Wind, yeah, windblown, windblown looks sick. windblown caught my eye. Yeah, I guess I wasn't looking because I don't remember this one. This one was the one by Dead Cells, where it was like an animated. Um, you know, it was like a it was based like an anime uh, trailer, is what it was uh no wind, i don't remember it no windblown looked really cool like you know this is this is one that i'm actually really interested in personally uh already went past it but i do want to give a shout out to usual june kind of interested in that one that one that one looks seems interesting uh got another trailer for uh metaphor which is the new atlas game we've already seen that one but still looks great i mean yeah. looks, it very looks much looks like a shin Megami tensei game with persona aspects on it yeah, yeah. which you know. you said more lean uh you know uh, yeah, the Shin Megami game. Yeah, it kind of more leans in that direction than the way yeah. you were talking. I'll, I'll say uh, coming up here, Exodus. Yeah, Exodus. Man, this game. I even before this is Matthew McConaughey's. Yeah, game. this is <laughs> this is from uh, uh, what was it? Ex Bioware. Yeah, devs? it's it's a new it's a new game studio led it, by uh, Bioware devs. Man, even before like just the vibe of the game as it was kind of walking through yeah. and we were hearing about it, I was like, I don't know what's going on. I'm fucking down for this. Yeah. It it's it sounds like such an interesting concept. Yeah. So big RPG there, starring Matthew McConaughey. So, I mean, it does look pretty cool. It's on my radar. Uh, and then this one, well, unexpected, uh, drop. this unexpected drop, baby. Okay, not even. <laughs> it's, it's like unexpected drop and unexpected how early in the show it dropped. Yes, how yeah, early? It was like the second or third announcement. Like top to bottom, everything about this is unexpected. Number 1, that it's happening. Number 2, early in the show. Number 3, it's in a few days. Number you know, four, you know it's, it's free. You know what the real funny thing is cuz when they started up and all I had was that chair with that throne, I was like, this looks like God of War. That's what me. I thought. Yeah. I, I was thinking okay, it looked so, like God of War. So, Shout out to God so of War what, Ragnarok Valhalla. Yeah, what we're referring to is God of War Ragnarok Valhalla free roguelite DLC yep. coming out in a couple days. On 1212. Yeah. Like, dude, 
Well, any uh, that's that's what a surprise of the show. <laughs> like, dude, little, like, and our, honestly, it probably had one of the biggest pops because you could hear the crowd clapping. I mean, with it, it was got even a pop from yeah. us because I, I like I, think I asked I, like, "What is this?" And as soon as Krabs came on screen, John's just like, "Whoa!" <laughs> I, I think I was a little bit ahead of you, you guys were. at this point because yeah. I was just like, I was like, "Whoa, what the fuck!" <laughs> <laughs> and then like everything that came up, I was just. I kept getting louder. Yeah. No, that that was a very pleasant surprise. That one comes out in a few days, so that's actually pretty sick. Looking forward to that one. The game we're unsure about what... This looks so stupid. Big walk. This looks so this is, stupid. This is just going to be you jump in with a couple buddies and have a, go, a good that's old fun That's literally all time. I thought about about it. It's like you just jump in with some buddies and have some fun. You don't expect to accomplish anything. You just go figure it out. Yeah, that one's from the team of Untitled Goose Game, so you know it's going to be a wacky little game. I uh, got another look at both Prince of Persia and Hellblade, so shout out to those. Looking forward to uh, demo for Prince of Persia 2 on eleven uh, on 111. So that's what? A, on 111. What? Uh, so that one's going to be uh, pretty interesting there. Uh, 111? January 11th? Not, not the part I'm saying what about. Oh. Prince of Persia 2 is already out. I think I just meant Prince of Persia, like... Also, two. Not how you said it. No. Not the point, Zach. I didn't know what the fuck you were on I, about I, over I there. Didn't know. I just, Zach, focus up. Like, focus up. Focus up. That's like Zach's doing Zach things. <laughs> yeah, Zach's doing Zach things. Focus up. Semantics, man. Uh, Kimori. Uh, that one actually looks pretty interesting. Action adventure game from a form from former Tango GameWorks creative director. Uh, Aikumi Nakamura. This one actually looked pretty interesting. Um, yes, from, it did. The trailer, the trailer caught my eye for sure. I'm, I'm looking we forward all, to seeing it. All we got was a cinematic trailer, so I'm not sure what the game's going to be yet. Yeah. But other than probably an action adventure game of some sort. Yeah. Uh, very energetic, she was. So that, Yeah, she was very, very happy to be very, showing it off. Very happy to be there. Because it doesn't even to... have a publisher yet. Oh, it was no, that it, game. No, they're, they're basically trying to pitch and get a publisher at this point. Yeah. <laughs> that was the vibe I got from it. No, I mean, it looked really good. Uh, another one that looked really good is No Rest for the Wicked. This is a hack and slash game from the Ori creators. So I, I, I said this during the live stream uh, a while back when I saw the Ori creators talking on Twitter about their next game. The way they describe this game, this is obviously before it, ever, it was ever revealed, is like if they wanted to relate Ori to be like their Mario, where it's like their most known thing, whatever, you know, the, the easiest one to mark, whatever, they view their new game they're working on as like their Zelda. Like that's the way they described it. Um, so, th- you know, it looked pretty cool. Uh, you know, definitely looking forward to seeing more on this one. Uh, and then Sega could drop it in and just be like, hey, we're working on like five games. Whoa, yeah. Five it, returns. Well, it was, it was, they showed us five and then said, and more in yeah. the works. Yes. And more. So it's like, which, there's it was no all, telling how many there It was all older properties on. that were look like were getting updated, so I don't know if they're remakes or they, remastered. They look like remakes. That's what they look like, but they didn't stress yeah, it. Yeah, they didn't specify. But yeah. the, all of these old it, classic it games were definitely spec'd up, especially yeah. the Go- Golden Sun was definitely a remake based on its completely different look. Yeah, Golden Axe. Or Golden Axe, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah we, we got to see Jet Set Radio, uh, Shinobi, Golden Axe, Streets of Rage, and Crazy Taxi. So, yeah. And... and there, it did say more were being worked yes. on. Yeah. It's just, like Zach said, we don't know if those are going to be re- remakes, remasters, whatever, but, I mean, hell, if they, if depending on what they do, it's going to be fun. Yeah. This is also going to be fun. This was a nice one. This was a very hype one for, this was it a very hype. It took you way too long to realize it was happening as well. I know. I was in disbelief. These two were going on about it. I was like, all right. <laughs> 
Dragon Ball com- Sparking Zero, baby. Budokai it, Tenkaichi 4, basically. Yeah. It, 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 we finally got to see something on it. And it oh, it looks so good. It looks... It looks incredible. Yeah. It, it, I will say it looks kind of like, uh, it looks kind of like fighters enhanced in 3D, like in a 3D arena. Yeah. Uh, Which is fucking awesome. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, like, we got to see actual basic, like, gameplay out of this trailer. It looked great. And it looks like it's going to do the traditional Dragon Ball game thing and just start from the beginning of Z and actually go into Super. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, It got a big showcase of characters, which I do like how they made sure to specify and show Z trunks and Super trunks to really nail it home that, hey, we are doing both. We're doing everything here. Uh, We got a good look at a lot of, like, the Super... Yeah. Like, the newer Super version of... Like Broly, yeah. and Blue, and all that. Yeah, uh, I did see. Uh, I just sent this to John, where it's just like the uh, on the Bandai uh, Namco like page, whatever. They've changed some text and stuff, but it's just like it basically says that this game will have like the largest roster in history. It's I like would hope so. Historically large roster. Uh, so I think still the largest one is still uh, Budokai Tenkaichi 3 at 161. I think that's still the largest right now. Uh, Xenoverse 2, because I thought it had a very large roster, and it does. It's only sitting at like 80-something. and I'm like, I thought it was more than that. But uh, so, yeah, it's going it's to be passing 161, basically. So And, you know, it's just going to be like a lot of characters are going to be characters. Yeah. You know, tra- are, their transformations are going to be characters. Yeah. But. It, it'll be, they'll have it where you could either, you could start with a base form and yeah. transform all the way up if you wanted to, or... Just start. They'll just have that as their own individual characters. Yeah. I mean, I'm fine with that. Especially I mean, if you're I, yeah, I assume like they're going to add up. a lot of super characters in it as yeah. well. Oh, yeah. Which I'm fine with that because yeah. a, a lot of times the movesets are different for the different forms of everybody as well. Mm-hmm. So it, it, it's fun. Sometimes yeah. you prefer one form over the other. Oh, also, a uh, big shout out to the fact that this game has been in development for five years. So that is awesome. Like, you know, we're not far from the game. And it's, you know, it, to, to hear that gave me a lot of hope that we're, you know, that it's going to be fantastic. And also with it being in development for five years and looking as good as it does, I feel like it should also just give a lot of appreciation uh, to like, you know, the continued support for Xenoverse 2 and how good the support for Xenoverse 2 has been while they've been doing this at the same time and while they've been doing Kakarot at the same time. You know what I mean? Uh, so, you know, big shout out to that one, dude. That one was very exciting. I'm so pumped for this game. Um, next up, we had the casting of Frank Stone. This is a single-player narrative game based in the Dead by Daylight universe created by Supermassive Games, which is, uh, of course, like Until Dawn and The Quarry. So that alone already has me interested. Uh, just Supermassive being involved with it, this is going to be a pickup. Which should be interesting, because based on that trailer, it made it seem the focal point was going to be more on, I assume, Frank Stone versus the yeah. uh, horror movie survivors. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I'm fully down for it. Um, I'm going to be very curious to see how it goes, especially if it is going to be from the killer's perspective this time around mm-hmm. instead of being the survivor's perspective and then just the spider god. Yeah. Just getting any more detail. I mean, because Dead by Daily has lore, but unless you're, like, actively playing and digging for it, you don't know what it is. Yeah. So, I, I, with that said, I think it's super interesting that they're wanting to, like, take their property, give it to someone like Supermassive, like, hey, you're you're a legend in this. Make us a kick-ass single-player narrative game. We have a great... We have a lot of lore that people don't know about. Let's let's pe- make people know about it. And which I wouldn't be doubt if the Dead by Daylight devs had some take on the th- lore because if you actually dive, dive deep into it, all the killers have very uh, particular lore and they've definitely 
uh, shown that off more with their sort of season things they do. Mm-hmm. Because when progressing on it, you unlock pages that go into the backstories of the survivors and killers. Yeah. So that that one's that one's pretty exciting. It's gonna be a day one pickup for sure. Uh, we also have Visions of Mana. It's uh, not gonna be nearly as bad, John. You can play this one or at least watch it. Yeah, I mean, you watch <laughs> the quarry. Yeah, but that was funny. <laughs> He's got a point. It's that gonna be a different perspective. Yeah, that that is that's true. Come on, John. You'll have a good time. We'll watch it. Come on, John. It'll be fun. It's gonna have a watch mode again. I can only assume. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, so yeah, Visions of Mana. So the Mana IP getting touched once again. It's been a long it's time for this fucking one. Fucking crazy. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, all it's gotten over the past years is just remakes and remasters. Yeah. This one coming out in 2024, of course. So uh, shout out to the Mana fans. Been waiting patiently for this one. Uh, got another look at Rise of the Ronin. This is one that was shown off in a PlayStation showcase a while back uh, by Koei Tecmo. We got the main thing is just a you know got the, got a uh, release date for it for March 22nd. Which fun fact: Dragon's Dogma 2 and Princess Peach Showtime are all coming out that same day. Man, it's going to be a fight for everyone there. Yeah, I know that's going to be a tough one, especially with Princess Peach in there, dude. That's going to be a, that's going to be a tough one to decide which one to play. Um, but no, Rise of the Ronin though, it, it, it looks pretty cool. I thought it looked cool in the original announcement. Uh, you know, I'm still personally sold on it. And this is one that I'm looking forward to. Unfortunately, this is one of those cases, though, like Spider-Man was and like Hogwarts, where it's just like you have the base game, whatever, and then you have a digital deluxe edition with a bunch of extra stuff. And I'm just like, can we can we stop this? No, nope. like, I want my physical copies. God damn it. But uh, that's the direction we're going in. Uh, then, of no, course, no, no, even even as someone who likes digital games, I fucking hate. The digital deluxe. Yeah. Thank you. Like the whole digital deluxe thing we got going on. Thank you. I hate it. I fucking hate it. It's stupid. I hate it, dude. Like, I hate hate getting locked out of content just because I like physical games. Kiss my ass. Stupid. Um, I I know your reasons hating it's differently because, you know, you're not, you don't care about physical games, but like your reasoning is just like, you know, you hate like certain things being locked behind a pay, like in Spider-Man's case, skill points, whatever. (laughs) That's just stupid. I feel you. it's, It's stupid when. Because the digital deluxe edition, if it's like a five dollar upgrade, which very rarely it ever is, it's yeah. not as much of a thing. But they always jump the price by like twenty bucks for some nonsense bullshit. Yeah. And then shout out to those rare times where you have like that that step up deluxe edition is only like twenty bucks more, but they release it as digital or physical. A good example being Guardians of the Galaxy. You know, the base game was 60 bucks. The deluxe was $80. Really nice deluxe edition that I picked up. Gave you some extra stuff. But then you have cases like Spider-Man or this or Hogwarts. Like, well, in Hogwarts' case, it's like you get the game three days early. So why would you do anything else but buy the digital? It, shit like that makes me mad. Anyway, uh, then we did have Kojima's game, OD. This is going to be his new Xbox game, Using the Cloud. Jordan Peele is on the project also. And we just got a bunch of people saying words at us. And, yeah, basically. And and Kojima tried to really stress to us that it is, in fact, a game. Yeah. Yeah, he was really because trying they, to get that one Because they kept saying interactive experience. Yeah. Yeah, no, he's like, no, it's a game. It's a game. Uh, I mean, I'm interested. Not much to go on here. I stand by my stance of when they announced it. It's a Kojima game. We won't know what the yeah. fuck it is about until yeah. it comes yeah, out. It's we'll, and come even out. then, we still won't know we'll, what the fuck it's about. We'll yeah. keep hearing about it. Nobody's going to know what this this actually is until it comes out. And then about a year later, we'll have it figured out. That's how Death Stranding was. I didn't know what Death Stranding was until three months after it was released. <laughs> True. People were saying, I'm playing Death Stranding. I was like, I don't know what the fuck that means. Yeah, I don't know what the game is, but okay. Good for you. 
Uh, add a new uh, Jurassic Park game. Jurassic Park Survival takes place the night of the first movie with one person who is left behind. Oof. Good luck surviving the island. So, seems interesting. I think I, I'm actually excited for it. Then, then after that, here we go. We had here we go. We've been fucking waiting on this one. Let's go, baby. We've been waiting on this one for a while. Black Myth Wukong, baby. Release date and story trailer. Yeah, this one was a story trailer. We have not gotten story trailers so far. Just general gameplay showcasing the and game and what you can do. And it's like it panned around the world a lot. Dude, this world's fucking massive. Yeah. God, we're going to have a horrible time with that spider boss, John. We're going to have a horrible time with the whole game. <laughs> I know we are. <laughs> yeah, it did show off that spider boss where you're down in a cave. Yeah, I just saw, like, I had a, I saw the I had web a and I'm like, oh, be no. There. Uh, but yeah, Black Myth Wukong got a release date for 8-24. Sticking with the August range. <laughs> they so, really like August. <laughs> so it's it's going to be, man, it's going to be fucking great. As of now, that is my number one most anticipated game. I am uh, so excited year. for that game. Yeah, that well, is my number one. You guys got seven months to work out how to play a Souls-like game. Yeah, I know. I know. I, I don't know what I want to like. I got one downloaded. Which one? Bloodborne. Okay, yeah. See, Bloodborne I mean, is one I want to try. Bloodborne and Lies of P would be your best choices at the moment. So, so. for me, it's like Bloodborne, Lies of P, and I want to try Elden Ring. Those are going to be the three that I, would, I would try. Huh? Well, long. Oh, yeah. I played that. Yeah, yeah, you and me played that. Yeah, thing. I'm good at it. <laughs> Black Man's gonna be rough. But by the by, fun. the end of our sessions, I was decent. Yeah, you got you were getting there <laughs> by the end. But it's like we we would play, but we wouldn't play again for like a week. Yep. So that or a week or two, so that I'd spend the first like half hour just dying over and over again, and then I hit a point where I was like, Here it clicks. We go. Yeah, it clicks. It all makes sense. We definitely experienced that during the Lou Boo fight. Right. Yeah, no, Black Myth Wukong being here was... Let's go, baby. That one's exciting. Uh, got a new trailer for Suicide Squad. Release date's still good. No delays or anything. I uh, did also see where an offline version of the story mode will be coming sometime after the release. I'm hoping this game is good. I'm still I, excited. Got, I'm still know, excited you, for this somehow. Yeah, I, I know you guys are both looking forward to it. And it looks fun. Yeah. So I'm really hoping it's actually fun. Yeah, yeah. it's like, I mean, it can. It, it looks dumb. It it looks like it should be a lot of fun. If if this game comes out and it's just fun to play regardless of anything else, that's a win for me. Yeah, same. Yeah. Uh, next up, had a new trailer for Warframe: Whispers in the Walls. That's coming out here in a few days. Uh, got a game reveal that just the story behind the game alone. When I say the story, I don't mean the actual game story, but I mean how it's being made, like what inspired it to be made. That alone kind of sold me. Or it's like okay. You're, you're putting your literal heart and soul into this for a very passionate reason. I'll check out your game. You know, because games are a form of art, obviously. Yeah. So this is his form of art, his form of grief. And this being, I'm not sure how to pronounce his name. I don't want to horribly butcher it. I know he's like one of the voice actors from one of the Assassin's Creed Origins characters. Uh, he started his own game studio uh, called Tales of Kinzura, uh, Zhao. Um, it is a Metroidvania game where the game is all about basically this main character dealing with like the loss of his father. And that's basically what he went through is the loss of his father in real life. And he's basically made this game to kind of like express his grief through the game. Hey, respect the story, bro. I'm checking out the game. The game looked cool. Metroidvania game. Nothing wrong with a Metroidvania game. Game looked cool. Uh, I will check it out for sure. Uh, Lost Records, Blooms of Rage, new game from the Life is Strange team. That's coming out late 2024. Okay. Should be interesting. Should be interesting. They always make good games, so I'm here for it. 
Uh, next up, the we have the first Berserker, uh, Kazan, uh, from Nexon. I don't remember what this game was. It's the uh, Dungeon Fighters game. Still don't remember what this game was. It it didn't. It was. It, it didn't, didn't really show. It, a whole it didn't lot. show a whole lot. It mostly just showed the showed like characters moving around and kind of atmospheric stuff. Yeah. Okay. Kind of well, like what you said about Windblown. I just I cannot remember this one. Yeah. Right no. Now. It's uh, taking place in the Dungeon Fighters universe, which was an old browser fighter game. Um. No, actually, it wasn't even a browser game. It was an actual dungeon crawl game. It became a fighter game within the last couple of years. Mm. And more or less, it's showing off more of the lore with throughout that world through the one of the classic characters is Berserker. So the first Berserker. Mm, okay. Uh, had a new trailer for Final Fantasy and Rebirth plus the Apex Legends Final Fantasy crossover. That's a thing. That one caught everyone <laughs> off guard. Everyone saw Cloud Sword and went, the fuck you gonna do with that? Yeah. Got a new trailer for Star Rails as also, uh, which is a new trailer for the next destination apparently. So... Which okay. confused the fuck out of me because I was yeah, like, you, you just released 1.5 yesterday. Yeah. So, I don't know. They're already looking ahead. We're also looking ahead at Skull and Bones with uh, finally another another release date. This one of February 16th. Yeah, no, I checked out during that. <laughs> I, I stepped away. But Zach, up to three-player co-op. Is that what it yeah. said? Yes, yes, it did. Specifically three players. It's a sign. It's a sign. We have to play Skull and Bone. I think, John, were you the one that made the comments like, I can't believe they're charging people for this? Yeah, because it came <laughs> up and it said available for pre-order. I said, I can't believe they're still going to make people pay for this. Just put it on Game Pass or something, man. Just, take, man. just take a check. Uh, here's one of the surprises of the show. Uh, Arcane revealed their new game, Blade. That Dude, one, that one that is, came out of nowhere. That one is one of the surprises. A lot of people were theorizing, oh, would it be Deathloop 2? Ah, it might be too early. What about Dishonored 3? No one th- considered anything out of, out of the ordinary, you know, like out of what their normal stuff is. Dude, it, I mean, I, the art style was sick. Yeah. The art style was good. The, I mean, I'll be completely down with this game if it's going to be the traditional arcane style of just play it how you want, that's completely fine because Blade has a large, versatile weaponry throughout the comic series to deal with vampires and other creatures of the night. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, hey, if they've been giving full reign to allow you to really experiment and play, by all means. Yeah. Man, I love that Marvel's just now just giving out, you know, uh, IPs to dish all these different studios just to give us all these, like, you know, what could be very phenomenal games across the board because, like, we have... You know, the whole Spider-Man universe where we have like a Miles 2 coming, a Spider-Man 3 coming, maybe a Venom game coming. Uh, Then we have, you know, Wolverine by Insomniac. We have now Blade by Arcane. We have the Captain America Black Panther one that probably a lot of people forgot about uh, by, I don't even remember the name. It was a new studio, but I don't remember her. It's a co-op game. Yeah, I don't remember her name. Uh, then we have uh, the Iron Man game from EA. That yep. one's coming too. So it's just like, just keep giving them out, man. Keep giving them out. Um, so I, I, I'm, I'm here for it, man. It better be mature rating or it'll be junk. Man, it's gaming. They'll give it a mature rating with no problem. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> the gaming is a vastly different landscape than, like, you know, movies. So like, it will definitely get a mature rating. I have no doubt on that one. Uh, next up, we had uh, Twisted Metal Season 2. That's a thing. Uh, Lightspeed LA, fully original AAA futuristic open world game. Which one was this? They didn't show anything. They, they just said it's a thing. Yeah, no. it's basically... It's, it's, they showed a brief trailer, but it was mostly like, hey, this is a thing. This is I happening. Didn't, I didn't... Yeah, I, this one I didn't remember happening at all. Yeah, it, it, it just kind of popped up. It was there. It, it had a great time. First Ascendant. Now, this is one. I don't remember what it was, but it's coming out next summer. Does anyone remember what this one was? I don't remember. 
I have no idea. Nope. Okay. Uh, next up, we had Zinless Zone Zero from Hoyaverse. Man, they're, they're busy. They're working. I mean, they, they, announced this, they announced this the same time as Star Rail. Did it's th- just Star Rail was... Uh, Ready to go. ...was the one further ahead in progress, because mm, okay. this is the one I was actually more excited for over Star Rail. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it didn't give any sort of date, did it? No. Okay. Right. Um... And more or less, that's what they've been doing. But it's getting close to release because on their YouTube, they've been slowly releasing character trailers and whatnot. Yeah. If I see T for Teen, I'm not even going to watch a stream or review. I mean, that is fair. I, I, I think Blade will get hit with that M, though. I do I do feel pretty good about that. Honestly, I'm hyped for the Sega Classics. I do feel you. That's some good remakes there. Uh, especially with the and more. What else is going to be coming? Uh, let's see. What was after that? Uh, Den of Wolves studio behind GTFO was a sci-fi heist game. I'll be very intrigued to play this because again, it's also from a dev who was part of the original payday Two uh, team. Yeah. So GTFO, a fantastic survival stealth co-op game. Now we're going to get a sci-fi heist game, which I can only be curious about. Yeah. yeah I, I will say, cause we got like a, a weird mix of like, a like, a cinematic or like a almost like a cutscene trailer, yes, mixed in with some gameplay that it kept cutting back and forth. But I, it was so minuscule, couldn't really. It, yeah, get it was a whole so lot. it was so small in the gameplay that it was it just it confused me. Mm-hmm. It's like because I was I was way more into the interrogation scene that was happening, and yes. when they cut away from it, I'm like, go back. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, I'm kind of with you. I'm this is this is going to be an interesting one to kind of keep an eye on. Uh, next up was uh, Exoborn Master of the Apocalypse. Uh, this is going to be an open-world extraction shooter from the team behind Vampire the Masquerade Blood Hunt. I, yeah. don't, I don't know if I liked... I, I, it's hard to form an opinion on this because I like, I like the idea behind it, but mm. I, don't, I don't know if I would enjoy it. Yeah. Just based on what we saw. Uh, we also saw another new trailer for Fallout TV series, but then we had another one of the highlight. Yeah, it was a, it was a brief. Mention. Yeah, it was the, brief. The the, <laughs> the 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 power armor dude came out and everything. You remember that at all? I remember being on stage. I don't remember. They showed a trailer. Yeah, I guess this was, I guess this was my moment to not okay. pay attention. <laughs> but we did pay attention for the next one. Like no fire. Yep, it is uh, made by the team of No Man's Sky. Uh, they were like the dude that was up there was like. In my like, very visibly, like emotionally excited to show. Oh, this. most definitely. Uh, especially after the journey that Mo- No Man's Sky has been on, but well, light no well, fire. Because right before they they cut to yeah. like him talking, they did a they homage to No Man's Sky yeah, of like its beginning and all of the content they've put out. Which yep. when you start looking at it, oh, they, they put, put out so much on. shit out. I know. And which it was even nice because they put up. They changed the year in the left corner. It was transitioning years that it got to the new content for the yep. new year. They switched the year. And yep. it, it, yeah, and it's like for, it, for some of it, when they were putting multiple like expansions out at once, I think they were changing month as well. Yes, they when were. they came out. So it's like you can see just how much work they've done on that game. Yeah. And, and now, then you hear that for five years, they've also been working on this. Yes, which the way that he described it is the first real open world game, a game without boundaries, exploring basically planet Earth. Um, yeah. He said, uh, yeah, like a planet the size of Earth, if not bigger. Yeah, and yes. it's literally you can explore every ounce of the planet. Because they're continue using their procedural generation that they use for No Man's Sky, but now it's going to be for this Earth. Yeah. 
you know, it's, you know, it's a multiplayer game. Um, you can play it by yourself as well. Um, I assume, uh, building and just basically surviving. Yeah. yeah I, it, I, it showed know, they, a lot of exploration, a lot of exploration, like, kind of curious what the general, cause I think you were saying this, I think during the stream was like, what is the direction of the game going to be? One of you two were that saying that. That was John. That. Yeah. yeah um, I, was, I was, I was loving seeing it. Yeah. Cause we saw like, we saw like some like wildlife and like flying out with them and stuff, yeah. exploring yep. around. Yep. Which, yeah, that was my question of, okay, you have a fucking fantastic idea, especially with it being multiplayer. It's like, what is going to be the drive for people? Is it going to be the exploration? Is it going to be crafting? Are you going to have like more stuff to do in it? Clearly, they will. Uh, but to what extent is the multiplayer going to be? Is it just yep. people on a server, PvP? create your own server or like you can create your own world and kind of set the parameters yourself uh like some other like survival games are just on a giant scale mm -hmm. like like i said during the sh during the show for me this has the potential to be the best game ever created yep. if it's if it's done like correctly and yes. at this point i've got full faith in this team oh yeah no the way i i said that during the stream where it's just like this game can come out as a shit, as like a horrible flaming mess. I still have full faith this game is going to be unbelievable at some point. Rather, if they nail it on launch, which I think they will, they don't want another I mean, No Man's yeah, Sky. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't think it's going to fail at launch. But like, let's say even if it did hypothetically, it, they're going to fix it. They we we we've seen. That. I mean, They've even he on it. stage said he would like to be still working on this game a decade from now. Yeah, like I mean, th this game has so much stupid potential. Like it really could be like one of the best video games in history if they just do it correctly. Uh, yeah, no, um, light no fire. Very interested in this one. Looking forward to seeing more on it. Uh, Steve also said Hellblade Two got my interest a bit. I've been interested in Hellblade for a while. Ninja Theory makes great games, but I still have yet to even play the first one. I know it's on Game Pass, and I easily could. Uh, but I mean, it's had my interest for a while. I just haven't got around to actually trying it. Have you played Hellblade? Nope. I feel like it'd be a game you'd play. That's what I was wondering. But uh, no, Hellblade 2 is is one that I, I'm I'm being honest. In. I considered it way back when, but I never knew what Hellblade was because no one talked about it. See, yeah, no no one ever talks about Hellblade. I know one person that's ever talked about it on the face of this earth, and that's it. I, I've never heard anyone talk about it. But like, just from reading online, like reviews and stuff, it's a great game. Cool. But I, just, I, need, to, I need to say it. Uh, I'm just gonna say it. Uh, OD looks stupid. I'm I'm over Kojima since the baby ca carrier simulator. They didn't really show anything. They didn't with show you. anything about OD. So. Yeah, like I, I'm just a big question mark, you know, on OD right now. Lots of questions. Again, Lots of questions. It stays. No one will know what OD is until after it releases. Yeah, like I, it'll be like months after OD comes out, and people will finally start to kind of figure out what the game is. I don't know. I mean. Being over Kojima since the since um, the baby carrier simulator, I mean that is fair. That was a very interesting idea for a game that he that he went for. So I I get it. I feel hey, you. he made money off of it. Yeah, he did. It did really well. You know. Uh, let's see. Got a uh, look at Stormgate, which is the previously announced new RTS game from former StarCraft devs. So I got a big look at this one. Uh, looked pretty good. I uh, definitely got my eye on this one for sure. Uh, new character coming to Guilty Gear Strive, Woo! and also three v three. Yeah, that's gonna be that's gonna just cause a whole new bracket. Yep. As John said during the show, that's gonna be wild to watch. Yes, we're gonna have singles brackets, and then we're gonna have three v three brackets going forward. Yeah. Oh yeah. 
then we got another nice little surprise of some DLC with Final Fantasy 16 DLC, Echoes of the Fallen, which was shadow dropped. So that is out right now. And we have the Rising Tide coming out in 2024. All I can say is fuck Rising Tide because it's adding Thornberry King to the 16. Fuck Thornberry King. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> you, only, you can only understand my hate if you played FF8 and if you tried to get a Thornberry King. Fuck Thornberries. <laughs> uh, then we also had another shadow drop here. We had the finals with the full game being out as a also being shadow drop. Yeah, also being shadow dropped as a Thursday night, which immediately turned around and these two downloaded. And I wasn't too far behind them. I downloaded two to try to check it out, but they've actually already played it before the shadow drop. I have not touched it at all. Uh, so you know they, they've been playing that, and I'm assuming we'll chat about it here in a minute. Uh, and then the closeout of the show, Monster Hunter Wild. Man. John was the first to realize what it was. Yeah, he, it was he realized so, quick. Yeah, it, it it took me it took me a second uh, to like actually realize it, and then even longer to then tell you guys what it was. Uh, but yeah, we got a uh, we got the new Monster Hunter Monster Hunter Wilds for twenty twenty five. We won't hear. They said. Uh, when they were up on stage, we will not hear anything about this in, until next December. Uh, at this point, we're just assuming this is the next big, like, mainstay, like mainstay Monster Hunter game, like Monster Hunter World was. Mm. Uh, this one, I mean, we pretty much just saw a couple like monsters, or we saw at least like one monster like flying through the sky. I think it was uh, Rathalos. Probably. I wasn't paying attention because all that was in engine, wasn't it? Uh, it looked like it, but yeah, we just saw uh, riding a new or uh, riding a monster through the desert. Sort of seeing how the monsters react to each other, as well as environmental effects. Yeah, and then we saw, a, like, like I said, we saw a few additional monsters like kind of come in as the trailer ended. Uh, but 2025, kind of to be expected at this point. Uh, but yeah, should be. Well, like I said, it'll be a year before we find out anything, anything more on this game. Uh, and at that point, we'll, I mean, hell, by the end of next year, when they show us something else, we'll start getting the content coming out pretty yeah, yeah. quickly on it. Yeah, I mean, that was that was a great way to end the show. Oh, the big thing with it was, or that I, I'm assuming is happening is it looks like this time console and PC drop at the same time potentially because yeah, it did have PC. it did have like the console yeah, logos yeah, yeah. and Steam at the at the bottom of it so hopefully they drop at the same time yeah because I know you just want it for PC <laughs> I mean it, I, I would I prefer it yeah but, I know I but know. yeah so uh, yeah what a what an end of the show I wasn't expecting anything big left at that point and then. Like that one, that's one of the most hyped I've been for a game reveal. Uh, because I used to not be a like it wasn't until a couple years ago that I like really started playing Monster Hunter. Yeah, I fucking love those games now. Because you started with World, right? Yeah, I started with World. I didn't, I didn't play World as much as I, I like thought I was going to. Yeah. Uh, but I've kind of I go back to it every now and then. I got really into Rise. Uh. Did you ever end up playing any of Rise's DLCs like Sunbreak? Uh, I think I played a little bit of Sunbreak. Oh, which reminds me. If you just got an itch for a monster hunting game, uh, Heart's Growth is on Game Pass now. 
the Capcom one or Konami one. I forget who did it. What? Hearts Growth. It was the weird uh, plant monster. Oh, Wild okay. Hearts. Wild Hearts, yes. Yeah, by EA. Yes. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, what are you out about? I couldn't remember it off the top of my head. Yeah, Wild Hearts. Yeah, it, it came to Game Pass recently. So, shout out to that one. Uh, Steve said, I will make Rathlos my gimp once again. Uh, and then in terms of Kojima, he said, I don't give a fuck. He's the video game equivalent of a hipster who only drinks imported IPAs and artisan water and gluten-free everything. That's not true. <laughs> I can see that. Okay, I can see that. I don't. I'm not gonna say I agree, like, but I also, can see that. It's like you, you might, you might not agree with his choices he makes for game direction and game style and that. Yeah, give him but a too, for creativity. Too, too many people. Everything he touches is fucking gold. Yeah, that that, <laughs> that, that that's 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 a little much. A much. I I agree to that 100. Everyone views it like literally everything this man gets his hands on is like the best thing to ever come out. And it's just like, all right, let's relax. All right, let's and Kojima's down. aware of it. It's, that's why he does such a weird shit. Yeah. Yeah. He, he's like, yeah, at this point, he's like, you guys you guys will praise me for whatever the fuck I do. It's time to get weird. Yeah, that's basically been his last few games. Can't wait to see OD be nominated for Game of the Year and watch it come in like a like a 70-something Metacritic score. But, you know, he's besties with Jeff, so Jeff's going to make it a Game of the Year nominee. Can't wait for that. It's going to be great. Uh, but yeah, no, top to bottom, though, in terms of the announcements, Game Rewards was fantastic. I walked away with, like, God bless, like, eight-plus games where it's like I'm either hyped or I'm interested in the game. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it was a top-to-bottom banger. If I had to give it a rating, I would probably give it, in terms of announcements alone, 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. Overall show, still bummed about the award thing. I may give it like an 8 out of 10 just based on that. Because, I mean, dude, like, the please wrap it up. That was bad taste. That was bad taste. Uh, especially in the situation of, like, game of the year, Baldur's Gate. Dude is literally talking about people that died, and you have please wrap it up on the screen. It's like, that's bad taste. Uh, but in terms of announcements, 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. It was fantastic. What about you, boys? I'm not going to lie. I zoned out for, like, 15 seconds there. I don't know how we got here. <laughs> I was reading something on my phone. <laughs> Rating of the game awards, John. Oh yeah, as 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 far as like uh like game announcements, fucking S tier show. Yeah, true. Uh, overall show, it was still it was still really good. Yeah, it was. Uh, pacing was really good though. Yeah, pacing pacing really good. Two a couple a couple I would call fluff segments. Uh, yeah. That could that realistically i would say need to be cut to give more time to the winners uh but other than that still still a fantastic show mm. yeah overall solid show can't complain about it um and yeah just came in swinging with announcements so dude insane so how's the finals boys you know you guys downloaded that literally <laughs> as it got announced still <laughs> fucking ridiculous um, uh, Steve says, "Please wrap it up, John." Yeah, a little, <laughs> little bit of little bit of server issues uh, going on right now. Yeah, because uh, initially, because what I said whenever they shadow dropped, it went. I went. I'm gonna go download this and play. I attempted to, but servers were sort of rough. That latency was so bad, I couldn't quit a game. Uh, and then we were playing last night, and we got four matches in. Four or five. We got like four or five matches in, and then couldn't connect anymore server died uh let me put it this way uh this game went from this game got shadow dropped and immediately was number four play most played on steam 
Yeah, more or less their servers got overloaded, and what they did to it is they started, they, they capped the server, mm. and they've just been, since that uh, overload, they've just been slowly increasing the cap. Yeah, because they're, yeah, like, like I said, this went from not being on Steam to in the top four most played games on Steam, and they just, like I was telling Zach last night, just they probably just like, fuck, I guess people really wanted to play this. Mm. And it, which is very funny, something in John also, because when we, we were looking through stuff afterwards and he mentioned like people making complaints about things, and then Dev's just being like, but but you have it. Yeah, it's we like, didn't. Yeah, because yeah, I, I checked <laughs> I checked the Steam reviews and they were mixed. And then I'm look I'm reading through the reviews and I'm seeing like certain things like people were complaining, said, Oh, the movement doesn't it feels like they changed the movement, and then the devs like a bunch of people complaining about that, and then the devs responding, being like yeah, we didn't change anything with the movement. All we did was like smooth out animations. Mm. So it, maybe you should look in your settings and see if something got reset there. <laughs> but uh, we didn't we didn't change anything. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what you're talking about. And then John told me there was one was like, "Hey, we need Oceanic servers." That the devs just were like, "There are Oceanic oh, servers." Yeah, I was, I was seeing like <laughs> I was seeing like people complain about servers and then like Sid reports of the bit like no, the, the the servers are there. They you, exist. You, you, you have them. You just gotta look. Uh, but yeah, the, 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 I mean, the game. It's those guys would be great in retail. It's just, <laughs> it's just a fucking ridiculous. It's fun chaos. It's so much fun chaos. Uh, Especially the Las Vegas map the, versus the other three of Seoul, Monaco, and Skyway Stadium. Las Vegas definitely has a different feel. Um, just in vertical, grounded verticality is how I would put it. Yeah, it's less about going up and down buildings in more of slight vertical advantages of like floors being up one floor versus on the ground. Mm. It's, it's much more of like you hit, there's big open areas and then lanes to, to go down. Whereas the rest of or the other maps are just have fucking fun. Here's, here's giant buildings to go through. Yes. <laughs> because by the end of the last Vegas map, that the one match we got on Las Vegas map, we were in a collapsed building in mm. a collapsed casino, still fighting yeah. six other people. Yeah, it's like we basically, basically the fight for the final like cash out of the match. We're in a in a room that we basically collapsed the building, and everybody's just climbing over the rubble to to try to find everyone. Mm-hmm. It was, it's definitely the, probably the most chaotic map so far. Yes, and might might be one of my favorite <laughs> yeah because like that was probably more our most intense game with actually very solid teams all at similar skill level because mm-hmm. like there was one cash grab where yeah, the, the, there was a team that had completely fortified up around the cash box and within a minute the fortifications were gone and it was an open room of just ex- death <laughs> yeah because yeah, because like <laughs> Steve said, just started the download. Yeah, you always do this listening to our show. We always convince yeah. you to buy a game or download a game. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, because the, <laughs> the Las Vegas map, like you said, it was probably our most intense match. And mm. it's probably due to not having the whole like yes. going like massive buildings. You got to make your way up and down to go through. It's relatively small compared to the others, but it makes it more condensed action yes most definitely uh, because like on some of the other maps like you can you can kind of like if everybody's similarly 
similar in skill or maybe one team's a little bit better. I mean, you can still just run away with it by locking down an area mm-hmm. and then kind of doing whatever. Mm-hmm. I guess the other real thing that I really noted was like on the other three map types, um, mid to long range weapons are very much favorable mm-hmm. versus this one. Close quarters is very noticeable uh, advantage. And yeah, I'm going to I'm going to need to pick up some close quarter stuff. Yeah, I didn't that, I didn't have any yet because that worked out for me in Las Vegas because I had just picked up uh, the grenade launcher on the heavy build. Yeah, because I didn't I didn't have the shotgun yet, so I'm like I'm running. I was getting torn apart with your AKM. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, game is game is ridiculously fun. Mm-hmm. Even even like on the because. I, I had a round where I think by the end of the round I was like oh and nine. Yeah, you got chapter or something. Fun. Even then, I was still it, it's still just stupid chaos and fun. Because mm-hmm. even if you're just jumping in, and you're getting torn apart, you can still spawn in, chuck a few grenades, throw some like if you're if you're not being the best, I can still chuck some sodar grenades at it at least help the squad out and be like. They're over there. I did my job. <laughs> yeah, and you, I definitely saw it with that one rando we had who was the light grappler. Oh, <laughs> that that poor guy. He 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 was new and was still figuring out how the grapple mechanic worked for light build. He just went in and just fell off the map. Oh, yeah. consistently. Unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I still... it, it was great because it was like I'd see him grab. I was like, "Yeah, you do it, man." Boom. <laughs> All right, later, man. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'd see I'd see him start the grapple, and I'm like, okay, I'm gonna wrap around this way to help him. And I get over there, I'm like, where is he? <laughs> that would be me. <laughs> that would be me. Yeah, I still haven't played the lighter heavy builds. I mm. still only played medium, but I'll I'll probably give heavy a go. I mean, I enjoy heavy the most currently. So yeah, yeah. I, I don't I don't know how much I would enjoy the light. I'm gonna give it a go eventually, but yeah. I have a build I like with light. My big thing with light is they did get a new gadget with the vanishing orb, which from what the sort of intro trailer showed, it's literally just a gadget he throws down. And I don't know if teammates and enemies, but everyone around it becomes invisible. And then the light also got throwing knives. I don't know why they gave them throwing knives, but they have throwing yeah. knives. Yeah, I th- see. So yeah, I, I like I like medium. I'd probably like heavy. Uh, I I like to, I like to go in. I like to fight. Light wouldn't treat me well. I'd have to change up my playstyle too much. Yeah, I like light just because I have a hidden run build with it. Yeah, I'd say I would probably have to adapt either to that or just like a long range. But I'll I'll give it a go eventually. Chaotic fun. Yeah, and it's free. Besides the finals, have you guys been playing anything else this week? Uh, Reverse nineteen ninety nine, playing my event. Yeah, his uh, his mobile game he's currently addicted to. I mean, it's been a fun little uh, yeah. horror event. I'm assuming still have not touched Talkop, right? Nah. Yeah, me either. Me either. You got it downloaded, ready to go. Haven't touched it yet. So, what about you? You play anything else besides the finals this week? What have you been up to besides Rocket League as well? I don't think I've played a game this week. Like, at all? Not besides besides the final. Wait, we all right, the hold other on, night. hold on. We did play something, John. Oh yeah, we did. Oh y'all, catastrophe. Yes, yeah, so John and I finally made the jump, and we tried Halo Infinite co-op campaign, and it took us an hour and a half just to start playing. <laughs> I will say it took us an hour and a half to start playing, and we were playing on PC. 
because partially because uh, when we loaded when we tried to load up, you forgot to download it on Xbox. Yeah, I forgot to download the campaign. I downloaded the multiplayer, but not the campaign. And then I purposely selected to download the campaign on uh, on PC, and it didn't fucking download the campaign. Yeah, what did it download? Just I don't the, know. Probably the multiplayer. It just downloaded the base game, which is the multiplayer. So we both had to first install the game. Uh, but then once we did get into the game, his game was fucked beyond hell. You should see the screenshots my, that he my sent My shaders me. and everything didn't load in, so stuff just kept breaking. Yes. They, uh, and uh, I just... Like, I, I was sitting there, and I'm just like, I don't know what's happening right now. He's like, what do you mean? Are you not seeing this? I'm like, I'm hearing it. You don't know what I'm seeing. I was just sending him screenshots. <laughs> it like, was bad. Every time. It was so bad. It It was... Like and then we got out of that and then we couldn't get the fucking game to work. <laughs> yep. Like we actually got into the game and he was still having the same problems. So we had to completely just How ca- far Halo has fallen. There Man. was I, I for the first like two hours we were like we were playing and trying to get it working and get back into it. I think the most common phrase I said was this game shit. <laughs> it's like it's been out how long and we the it's still fucked. The co-op campaign came out in like what, like January or February of this year, I think, yeah. and we're it's just, still a disaster. We're just so there, we're like, man, this game, this game fucking sucks. <laughs> but whenever it started working, it was fun. <laughs> yeah. Once once we got it and the game was working and we were able to play, then it was fine. Then yeah, it, was it was fun. It was great. John very quickly within the first five minutes of play killed me because he needed to confirm that, and I said, oh god damn it, friendly fire is on. You could you could grapple fusion coils oh, to you, so I I found a fusion coil immediately and saw him standing over like going through his menus or something. I'm just like, I got I got a note. <laughs> yeah, he just threw a fusion coil at me and blew me up. It's like Jesus Christ. As it, he spawned, ran back over and then, like ran back to where he was standing, and then I just like I I shot him. It, it, it's like he's like, what the fuck? I was like, gotta you gotta check. <laughs> Need to know. Need to know. Uh, Oh, then we had to restart the game a couple more times because, like, at a certain point in the level, you had a a door is supposed to open. Oh yeah, it just wouldn't fucking open. Yeah, no, the game, the it remained closed. We thought it's like, okay, is there an enemy left? Is there a button we we have to press? We looked all over the place. We we had to restart. Got back to there. It didn't work again. We restarted our games. Yep, and then like completely it it. I think it was my save file or something. Didn't yeah, work. You, yeah, and we had to start from the beginning again. Yep. Wow. Yeah, I had to start over the level. So as John said, this game is shit. <laughs> but once we got done with that, the game's pretty fun. Yeah, like once you get into like the open world aspect of the game, it's, yeah, it's not it, bad. Once you get into the, like the and game, you just play, try to well, Spider Man up a cliff the whole time with the grappling hook. <laughs> I got stuck. I got stuck trying to go up the side of a cliff for about fifteen minutes. He just left me. Then we found out how we found out that there is a there is a tether. There is a tether. Yep. You can only be so far away from each other. Yeah. Oh wow! Okay. Because I was trying to go take care of a base, which also got glitched. By the way, John and I couldn't finish that base. Oh yeah, and I, I just about said, that. "Oh well, you know, it we probably got yeah." It's like we're just gonna leave. We're probably gonna have to come back and finish it next time we load into the game because it, it it wouldn't it wouldn't open like the laser door to get in. There, like, there's nothing to press. It's supposed to be like kill the enemies and get in kind of thing, you know? Like, you know, because once you, oh, once the laser thing opens, you get like a scorpion tank. Because I, I, I remember doing that part by myself, 
It's just you clear the thing. That's all you do. You just clear it, and it's just like, all right, it's your base now. No, it, it got glitched, and it wouldn't, it wouldn't, you know, acknowledge that we completed it. So we're just like, all right, yeah, we're just gonna leave, I guess. All right. So yeah, it's it's a shit show. It's a shit show. But it was fun. It was a fun shit show. So I think I killed him with fusion coils, mostly on accident, like fifteen <laughs> times. That's true. I died a lot to John. A lot, <laughs> there, lot, a lot of there was fire. a couple times for like. I'm, I'm chucking a fusion coil, and it's like I throw it, and I see him start cutting yep. across the screen. I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> I was like, it's like that last night when we first started playing. I threw a pyro grenade, and our guy just ran right into it. Yeah. And I went, oh, shit. <laughs> no. yeah, yeah, I, I mean, Gabe, okay, Halo, Halo Infinite campaign so far. It's shit, but it's fun yeah. when it works. Yeah, when it works. That's the thing, when it works, you know. Even even when we got to the point where it was working, we still had problems like with that outpost. Yeah. So yeah. It when it, when it mostly works, it still doesn't actually work. Yeah. True. Because there was like also that other um, that large like canyon that we tried to jump over. I, I'm telling you, I'm pretty sure that's a that's another part of the map. I don't know if it's just like locked based on story progression or not, but I don't it, think that's like out of the map. I think it just didn't load in. I don't think I, I'm pretty sure we can go there. I think it just didn't. It's on the map that there's just a a crevice there. Yeah. It's it's on the map saying, like, I think with a location name yeah. on it. Yeah, there is a location on it and everything. And it's like we try to jump over the and you know jump over the you know the valley. We hit whatever, a death and, wall. Yeah, and <laughs> hit the wall and just die. It's just like what the. F- Maybe that one's locked behind story progression. I don't know, but. No, I mean, it, it was entertaining, but it was a shit show, for sure. Uh, the only other thing I've personally been doing this week, I've been playing a lot of college football revamp because I finally got mods to work on, uh, you know, for Hawaii, trying to get some new uniforms, a new stadium. I fucked up the stadium like four times, but I finally got it to work. Uh, and then I went and sabotaged the team to make sure the coach got fired. <laughs> I made every quarterback he had have an awareness of zero. They went one and twelve. They went one and eleven, and then zero oh and twelve, and he got fired. And then I took the job. <laughs> Gotta do what you got to do. What the fuck? <laughs> so I'm enjoying that right now. I'm I'm, I'm looking forward to having uh, not a high school stadium to play in. Because like you know when you're like you know it's one of those it's just like an immersion thing. You know it's like once you're like the number one team in the country and you want a couple natties, it feels so fucking stupid to be playing in a small little stadium like that. That's one thing I hope they improve on the, uh, the new EA Sports college football game is like. You know, you can actually upgrade your stadium in a dynasty if you're doing well. I really hope. That's yeah, for three ninety nine. Yeah, exactly. You know, throw it behind a freaking paywall. People will still play it. People will still pay it. Hundred percent. Almost definitely, they will. Oh yeah, I'll probably be one of them. <laughs> Unfortunately, uh, but anyway, I've got nothing else in terms of what I've been doing. Uh, so Avatar did come out. Uh, I did buy it. I don't have it yet. Uh, so I w- I already wanted. To, what? I, I, I don't. I just don't have it yet. I ordered it online. Oh, okay. Um. So, w- was interested in the game. Wanted to get it. Chose to pass on it for now to focus on just you know some Christmas stuff. That's the only reason why. Uh. But then, just like it did with Mario Wonder, QVC came in clutch, and it's just like here's a promo code uh, for new accounts only, uh, and you can get Avatar for forty bucks. I'm like, I'll just use my other email and just make another new account. So that's what I did. So I got Avatar for 40 bucks, even though it just came out. So that's a nice steal, in my opinion. But QVC is very slow on shipping. It took Mario Wonder like a week plus to get here. So I'll talk about Avatar whenever I get it. Uh, I did get um, Cyberpunk Ultimate Edition on the PS5. 
very excited to have that one because if I'm just I'm taking a ballpark guess, I think this is going to be a, one of those like not super rare but relatively rare games. Um, it's sold out online basically everywhere. Uh, Amazon, Target, Walmart, all sold out. Uh, it came back in stock on Amazon for the PS5 version only, but then it came back in stock at $110. Um, I know like stores near us only like had one copy per store, sold out of those stores, managed to snag it at uh, our local Best Buy, and I think it was one of the last ones left. And they, they were completely sold out of Xbox. So it could be a relatively rare game. If you have the opportunity to get it, I'd go ahead and get it. Uh, but yeah, you guys got anything else that you guys want to chat about? We want to hit the weekly wrap up. Zach looks like he's falling asleep. So, I mean, you started talking <laughs> about Cyberpunk, so I was like, I can check out. Anything else? No. <laughs> if we're done with Cyberpunk, yeah, I can be awake again. Okay. I got nothing else. Uh, next. All right. So let's hit the weekly wrap up. Get out of here. Um, so first up is apparently Bungie could lose its independence. Man, it's been a rough time for Bungie for quite some time. Uh, as of now, Bungie is fully independent within Sony, uh, but the board has basically been di- uh, divided since July of last year. And the split board, basically, it comes down to financial goals, uh, you know, with what they're trying to accomplish and everything. Um, and the board basically getting shafted can 100% happen if they don't meet said financial goals. Uh, and Sony is allowed to dissolve the current board and take 100% control of the company. Uh, this apparent threat is what made Bungie leadership, not Sony, to lay off nearly 100 employees last month. So basically, the big gist that I get behind this, there is a lot riding on the final shape. Like, the final shape uh, expansion needs to hit for De- Destiny 2 and Bungie. If not, everyone that's currently leading Bungie is gone, which honestly could probably be for the better. I don't think that'd be a terrible thing at this point in time. Uh, but man, it's it, it, it's wild to see where Bungie's at now from where they once were. And then when Sony takes over, you get a Like a Dragon Destiny 2 expansion. Basically. Let's just get rid of Destiny 2. Let's make a Destiny 3. Seriously, Destiny 3, it's all you have to fucking do. Then you can get your Like a Dragon shit in there. I mean, that's actually sick. I don't think Sony has any control of that, but I can dream. Yeah. No, I mean Destiny Destiny Three. I feel like is all they would need to do. I'll be real. That's, a, that's all they got to do. So I will say it's like whatever. If this stipulation for their board and everything is in whatever contract they signed for this, man, they really must have been confident when they signed. Oh, it. they probably oh, yeah. did. Oh, yeah. They they had to have been real confident. Like that'll never happen. Now they're like, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. They weren't expecting the fucking flip-flopping of expansion success. They should have. It's what they've done. That's their history. Yeah, I mean, it, it is their destiny. history. Their destiny history is they, they banger were, shit. I, banger I give them shit. a lot of optimism to thinking, yeah, we'll, we'll break out of this streak eventually. <laughs> no. No, you didn't. Uh, so in talks about Avatar, though, uh, the reviews that are out is exactly what we all thought they would be. It's a Ubisoft game with a cool skin. Correct. Uh, everyone, with a very pretty skin. Everyone is like universally praising the world and how beautiful the game looks, and it's one of the best-looking games of the year by far. But God dang it, man, it's a Ubisoft game. They talk how the gunplay is unsatisfying. The story is just kind of there. You know, it's very repetitive. You know, gameplay loop. The world's pretty. <laughs> That's the vibe. 
I've seen a lot, I've seen nines, I've seen eights, I've seen four out of fives and stuff, but I've also seen a lot of low scores. I think it came in at like a seventy-seven on Metacritic or something like that, which is about what I expected. It, it, when I, it's like I was talking to my girlfriend about. I was like, "This is a game that I will probably not beat, and this is a game that I will probably dump twenty hours into just exploring the world, like straight up, because that's all I want to do. I just want I want to dive into the world. I don't give a shit about the actual game. I, I just don't. I know if if it was made by any other developer, I might care. But it being Ubisoft, it's just, it's a Ubisoft game. Uh, another game that launched this week, and it launched, and boy, did it crash. Man, have uh, you seen any gameplay on this? Oh, yeah. No. I, saw, I saw the glitched floor. I saw that for sure. I mean, I, 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 we're talking about the day before. Yeah. Oh, buddy. Uh, oh, man, buddy. This game fucking sucks. Oh, I was about man. to say, I didn't look into it anything. I just learned knew that it became a dumpster fire real quick. This is a game that at one point, like when it was revealed, however long ago, like people were saying, "Oh my god, this could be one of the this could be an absolutely yeah, this, amazing game." This is this is the game that was the most wish listed game. Yeah, really, it was the most wish listed game on Steam. Oof. Yep. Uh, MMO but, open world zombie game is what it is. Uh, but they never they never showed anything on it. It was. It's like they refused to ever actually show gameplay or show anything that they'd made of it yep. other than a cinematic trailer. Oof. Uh, so while, yes, it was the most wishlisted game because it's, the concept sounded fantastic, Yep. Uh, a lot of people thought they didn't actually make a game. <laughs> <laughs> like, and, and, like abandoned. And, and Zach, they, what they launched is an extraction shooter zombie game. That is shit. Yeah, it's bad. How's that open world? It's, exactly. It is. It is not the game that they said they were gonna make. It is very much unfinished and empty. Uh, in the gameplay that I saw of it, uh, at at the peak of gameplay, there were four zombies on the screen. <laughs> the there's, peak of gameplay. There is. I mean, there's nothing redeeming See, about this game. And it can only be worse because I haven't even messed with it, but a little bit I've glanced at it. It's popped up some articles for me. And one just said, in the day before Dev's Discord, they've urged people to just refund the game. Yeah. Yeah. This, it's, this is a game that, bef- like, based off of a cinematic trailer, becomes one of the most wish-listed games of all time. Uh, and then the development team goes, we don't know how to make that. <laughs> uh, we weren't expecting this. It's almost like they just... So in the game description, it said it was going to be an open yes. world MMO? That, that's what they, that's what open they world MMO, advertised like, it as. Zombie survival game. Yeah. Uh, and then it almost looks like they just... Like they found like the base of an extraction game and just shipped it. Yeah, it's bad, dude. And it's a broken ass game. It's like half half the shit doesn't have animations. Yeah, so it's like Kong PNG. Shout out to Kong, man. <laughs> it's like it's 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 rough. Probably okay. okay. It's it's rough. It's not the worst game of the year, though. Yeah, I know. It's not that, the worst game to launch this year. Yeah, still gonna. What do you th- give that to? I'd say Kong. Kong, it looks Kong is Kong is up there, yeah. In in consideration, I would. I'm gonna be honest. I don't even consider Kong a gang. I'm not, I'm just gonna be honest. 
the fact they're still selling that thing for full price. Let's put it this way. I'd put I would put the day before on Redfall level. <laughs> We're gonna to touch on Redfall here. So in so it's it's it it's shit and it's not what we were supposed to get, but there's worse that came out. <laughs> I think that's more insulting than Redfall, but okay. I mean, Redfall was shit. I mean it was shit. Well, Redfall's in the news I this can week. Say it. Redfall's I put, apparently I good it. now. Redfall's good now. It's time for you to beat it. Wait, what? It's still not good. Yeah. What do you mean Redfall's good? It's, I saw an article came out that I wanted to found, shout out. He, he found one screen cap that said that said they were glad they played Redfall again. Were yeah. they glad they gave it another it, it chance? It was from Insider Gaming, Tom Henderson. Apparently, they went back to it for whatever reason just to try it out. And apparently, there has been a lot of improvements. So I just wanted to shout that out just to mess with John that it's time for him to go beat yeah. the game. Yeah. Me- <laughs> meanwhile, a, a reviewer that I watched... You have the w- controller, too. Yeah. You can fully get immersed in it. A, a reviewer that I watched went back and played it recently as well, oh, and yeah. his review of it was, yeah, they fixed some stuff, but it's still not great. Okay. <laughs> Again, to be fair, Redfall was a game that uh, Arcane was forced to make, and they wanted nothing yeah, to do with it. Oh, yeah, they did yeah, not want to make that not, game. No, it's like, no bad talk on Arcane. It's yeah. just... Game of shit. Now they get to work on Blade. They made what was required of them. Is yeah. all Arcane did. Yeah, they did minimum. It's yeah. like they they did what they were asked to do, or not what even what they read. They did what they were told to do. They did want to do it, and it showed. Yep. It's like I do not I do not put any disrespect on Arcade when I talk about how the game is shit. That's Microsoft's fault. Yep. God, that game. Still not one of the worst games. I mean, it's one of the worst. It's games one of the worst games. It's not the worst. Yeah, it's one of the worst games of the year. It's in contention, but yeah. it's not. It's not a front runner. Yeah, front runner is definitely Kong. Based on Metacritic score, it's Kong. Kong came in at twenty three percent. Gollum wasn't even that low. Gollum was like I in forgot the 40s. about Gollum. Gollum. Yeah. Gollum's down in. Yeah, Gollum's down there, man. Gollum, <laughs> Gollum's in the Kong tier. I was about to say Gollum. I just knew Gollum was bad. Yeah, yeah. Gollum. Gollum and Dave. Or Gollum is in Kong tier, Day Before is in Redfall tier. Yeah, so a little bit of difference there. Uh, just wanted to shout out the GTA 6 trailer. It's currently, when I last looked at it, was sitting at 133 mil. Oh, man, that thing is going to keep on going. I've already seen a ton of videos of people like, you know, here's 99 things that you missed from the trailer. See, the only thing I got from the trailer besides the trailer was all the viral video references from uh, that came out of Florida. Dude, that's so funny. Did you guys see the, the Florida Joker wants like $2 million from Rockstar? For basically like impersonating him, yeah, uh, you know, like uh, he made a little video. He's like, GTA, we got to talk, you know, because like, I mean, it's obviously he looks, he a looks like him. a guy who would just take a shot at it just to get oh, money. Yeah, yeah, no, he would. He wants like two mil. I think he's trying to sue. Good luck. <laughs> uh, next thing, I sent the, I sent the controller over to John because it looks so sick. Uh, Jim Ryan had a retirement party here recently. Of course, he's retiring within the next couple months, I believe. Uh, but he was gifted a PS1-themed PS5 and controller in terms of the colors and everything. I wasn't a big PS1 guy. I started really with PS2, but I will say that PS5, PS1-style controller looked sick. Dude, it looks, it looks amazing. I would 1,000% buy that immediately. But, of course, that's, that's his. So never going to get to be sold. Unfortunate. I thought it was also cool, man, because like for the um, the cords that they had come with it, you know, like you know, plug in like yeah. the controller to charge, dude. It, like it was obviously still a uh, you know a uh, USB, right? But like they had like the actual PS One like little cover thing for it, oh, wow. so it looks like a PS One plugged into the to the PS Five. I mean, big props, man. It looks great. I wish I wish they would sell the controller, but 
Yeah, it's his retirement gift. He even had, I saw the cookies from the party where the cookies had his face on it. Thank you, oh, Jim. That looks solid. Yeah, dude, it looks great. It looks fantastic. Yeah. Man. All right, uh, next up, uh, E.G. Aonuma uh, current confirmed again uh, that the next Zelda game is not going to be a sequel to Breath of the Wild 2 of the Kingdom. It's going to be completely original. It's like the fourth time he's had to confirm this. People, let it go. We're going to something else. Thank God. <laughs> Like I love like these games are great. I love them. They're great. But like you know, most most of the time we don't get sequels. We've only had like what I think at most like maybe four sequels across yeah. all games. I think Link Between Worlds is a sequel to Link to the Past. You know, Ocarina Majora, uh, these two, and then uh, Wind Waker to Phantom Hourglass. That's it. Yes. Everything else is original. Like this is Zelda. Come on, people, stop asking them. Yeah. Stop asking them. Let them go do the next thing. Um, talking about Nintendo though, three new N64 games came to NSL. We had Harvest Moon 64. I put 54 in there. My bad. Uh, 1080 Snowboarding and Jet Force Gemini. That's actually a good little bunch there. Yeah. Uh, next up, uh, which is actually the last one thing since I already touched on Redfall. Uh, the Sora Smash Amiibo is set to release February 16th. So right around the corner. I, I thought that was already. Yeah. I, I thought f- it was too. I forget that they still do Amiibos. Yep. I just bought two. This I just bought two the other day. I bought the Zelda and Ganondorf one for Tears Kingdom. I think that still puts me at one Zelda amiibo I'm missing. The fucking goblin from the Breath of the Wild set. That goblin has eluded me. That little bastard. I think that's the only one I'm, I'm missing. I've got everything else. So, And I've got most of the Smash amiibos. I think, I've, I think I've missed... Well, when I say most, I at least have a amiibo of a character. I don't have like the player two variants. Uh, but I, I at least have a amiibo for every character, except for some of the recent ones. But... So I'll, I'll, I'll pick up Sora continue trying to build that collection. Uh, Boris, anything else that you want to add to the show here today? Nah. John's deep in thought. Mm, I don't think so. All right, I'm hitting the music. Let's get out of here. Like, comment, subscribe, rate, whatever your platform allows. It does help. Um, Game Award things. Let us know what you think. It's fun. We're going to shout out a lot of stuff probably over the next couple weeks and months from it probably all right do everything he said and more and uh if you enjoyed what you saw here with us today and made it to the end with us thank you very much and if you want to see us again we typically do these streams saturday at about 6 p.m central time so come check us out then and make sure to also check us out at our website, sparky3.com. You sign up for free. It's not five bucks a month. And we would appreciate the extra support. Just like we'd appreciate the extra support if you checked out some Rogue Energy with our referral link down below. Promo code Sparky3 to get 10% off. And uh, pick up a jersey from Agent Inc. There's a link down below for that as well. Join the Discord. Be a friend. Tell a friend. And uh, comment down below what was your game of the year. Uh, until next time, guys. Have a good one. Bye.